Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. You're going to see what I'm about to describe happen more often. An individual who decides to go against the mandates, go against the government, go against the scientific Fauci community will become public enemy number one, all because they decided not to get vaccinated. The latest person, and I want to make this clear, I'm a tennis fan, spent my entire life playing tennis. My, my dream was to become a pro tennis player. I played in college. I have had the privilege of working out and hitting with some of the best players in the world. Uh, To say that I love tennis is an understatement. I'm a fan. Now, I'm not a big fan, however, of Novak Djokovic. Uh, Why? Multiple different reasons that all are related to tennis. It has nothing to do with the story I'm about to tell you. But I've been watching this story very closely. And what has happened to Novak Djokovic Uh, is a cautionary tale to the rest of the world of what can happen if you don't comply with what governments, leaders, and tyrants demand of you. Now, this story, if you're not familiar with it, I will give you a very quick recap. There's a guy by the name of Novak Djokovic who happens to be the best player in the world in tennis. He has won the Australian Open, one of the four Grand Slams on multiple occasions. He was granted a valid visa to come into the country unvaccinated because he had natural immunity. He says and claimed that he had contracted COVID-19. In December, Australia has now confirmed that it granted Novak Djokovic a valid visa. They blame the computer for doing it, and they have now kicked him out of that country as he was coming in to defend his Australian Open title. Australian federal treasurer confirmed in an interview that the tennis star Novak Djokovic did in fact receive a valid entry visa in early January to get ready for the tournament, but claimed, quote, a computer was responsible for the error. Australian border forces deported Djokovic on Sunday after immigration minister Alex Hawke proclaimed him a public health threat because he wasn't vaccinated, a public health threat for not having agreed to ingest a Chinese coronavirus vaccine product. Hawk expelled Djokovic after a federal court ruled his visa valid. And Djokovic spent much of the last week practicing to play in the Australian Open Tennis Tournament, which began on Monday. Authorities had initially detained Djokovic upon his arrival on the grounds that the medical exemption that he'd received to play in the tournament was mysteriously invalid. Djokovic later admitted to giving the Australian government, quote, false information regarding the previous travel on the plane to Melbourne. 
But Hawk did not mention that fact in the government's order for Djokovic to leave the country immediately. Djokovic arrived in Belgrade, Serbia on Monday. He is the reigning Australian champion and had won the tournament more than any other player in history. He also, for now, maintains his number one ranking on the tour. Djokovic's family, who held protests in Belgrade throughout the immigration saga, has maintained the tennis player did not invade Australia and would not have boarded a flight to the country if he had not received documentation guaranteeing his entry, like a valid visa. During an interview on Monday with David Koch of the Australian morning show Sunrise on 7, Frydenberg confirmed that Djokovic did receive a valid visa. Here is part of that exchange. Treasurer, the Serbian president has accused Australia of lying, of humiliating itself. Um, are you concerned that you've got offside with the Serbs? Well, the rules are the rules, and we make no apologies uh, for maintaining the integrity of our border protection policies, Koshi, that have actually kept Australians safe uh, through COVID-19. And it doesn't matter if you're Novak Djokovic and the number one tennis player in the world or you're Betty from Utah, and if you're, you're unvaccinated... The same rules apply, and Greg Hunt, as the health minister, set out very clearly in a letter to Tennis Australia in November last year as to what the conditions would be for tennis players who are right. unvaccinated to come to, to Australia, and Novak Djokovic didn't meet those conditions. How did he get here? How did he land and step on Australian soils if the rules are the rules, and Greg Hunt, back in November, said, mate, you're not coming? Well, as Karen Andrews just said in the introduction to to this interview, um, when you get a visa, uh, he filled it in, he said that he had the exemption, and when he gets us to the border, the veracity of that exemption that he claims that he had is tested. And it did not meet the ATAGI guidelines as to what somebody needs to do to get to Australia if they're unvaccinated. Now, of course, they could go through a two-week quarantine. He didn't do that. Um, And otherwise, he didn't have the the required medical exemption. So that's why uh, he wasn't uh, ultimately allowed to stay in Australia because the the final decision was left to the immigration minister. Uh, He made that decision. It wasn't in the public interest to keep keep Novak Djokovic here. And that was upheld by the full court of the federal court. He's not the only one. There are a whole bunch of others who actually got in, were going around the community, and because of the focus on Djokovic, they've been now deported as well. Do we need to relook at this process to, to stop this embarrassing situation in the future? Now, what this, what this reporter is host on Sunrise 7 in Australia is basically saying is you guys have, have totally botched this, referring to the Australian government. You guys have taken a guy that's, by the way, now been tested for COVID and doesn't have it. And you've kicked him out of the country, which is an embarrassment to the country. And then you've kicked out other people that got into the country under the same pretenses that Novak Djokovic did, which is embarrassing. This has become an international incident, basically, is what they're also describing here. And they're like, you guys have no idea what you're doing. And by the way, he's not a public health risk to the country. We now know that because he's been tested. So we know that he's not a nuisance to the country he's not some guy that's going to come in and infect everybody and he's in a very controlled environment as a player with all the protocols that have been put in place of the australian open 
which goes back to the point I was making earlier. This guy is not public enemy number one. This guy's not trying to kill anybody. He's trying to win an Australian Open title. And it's absolutely insane. Okay? It's absolutely insane that they are treating him this way. And I'm not a I'm not a big fan of Djokovic. I do I think he probably lied or misled based on the information we have. There's a good chance. Do I think the guy is a, is a brilliant scientist that should be listened to on COVID? No. Do I think he has the right to decide what's best for him as an athlete? Yes. Do I think he should be forced to get a vaccine to play in a tournament? No. But at the same time, I want to be clear. I also think that, that, that there's, there's two parts to this insanity. One, you have the tyrants that make and change the rules up as they go, which is part of the reason why I'm defending Novak. At the other side of this, it's also this. If you're Novak Djokovic and you know that, that this is what's going to happen to you, do you even show up for the tournament? That's what many in the media have been saying. Well, let's be clear. He was told to come to the tournament. He was given a valid visa. Why would you not show up to defend your title when you've won the Australian Open more than anybody else? Now, here's the kicker about this story. There is a very good chance that Novak Djokovic could actually not be allowed inside Australia for three years. There is a chance that they will punish him and ban him for the country, even though they're the ones that gave him a valid ID or a valid visa, I should say, to come into the country for three years, which is insane. This is what tyrants do. They've been given way too much power, and this is what they are doing. This is how they're doing it. It is crazy. And you go back to this conversation, which this reporter is saying, look, this makes you guys look bad. How did you get on the plane? How are you treating this way? Now you've now you've deported other people. What are you guys thinking? And, and and the idea that he has been chastised and turned into like public enemy number one, that somehow he's walking around infected with COVID, purposely infecting others is absurd because he's not COVID positive and he's not doing that. Well, we have very clear rules, and if people um, breach those but rules, then clear. whether they're Novak Djokovic or others, well, I, I, I think it was very clear in that letter that was sent out to Tennis Australia as to what the requirement would How be. How did he get on If a you plane? were unvaccinated, to come to Australia. How did he get on because a plane? He had, well, he got on a plane because he came to Australia with the visa, which wasn't. Um, uh, based on what would an acceptable uh, entry requirement. And that's what was tested at the border. And that's why, ultimately, uh, he wasn't allowed to stay in Australia. But see, to the average Australian, they'd be thinking, well, shouldn't you have to prove that to actually get the visa in the first place? Well, again, as you know, we get lots of visas. There's a computer-generated process. It relies on um, the applicant putting in uh, what they uh, believe are the, their conditions. He said that he had a legitimate exemption, but that wasn't the case. And yeah. ultimately, uh, the decision of the, of the minister was upheld. And, look, I think when you talk about the average Australian, I think most Australians understand uh, why the government took the decision that oh. we did. Um, we are seeing deaths from from uh, from Omicron. We are seeing deaths from Delta, and we need to ensure a consistency of approach here uh, with respect to <laughs> unvaccinated people. And we need to encourage all your viewers yep. who are watching today, if they're not totally vaccinated, agree. to make sure that they do, and to get the booster shot if they're eligible as well. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. But Australians are saying, "How on earth did he get here in the first place?" That that's that's their issue. That's their issue. How did he get here in the first place? How did he get on the plane? 
this isn't just happening in America. This is happening in Australia and all over the world. These guys have no idea what they're doing. They're changing the rules as they go. And then anybody that they that doesn't agree with them on vaccines has turned into a public nuisance, public enemy number one. And now they're saying that Novak Djokovic could be banned from the country for three years because he got a valid visa that they gave him? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is a nation that gave him a visa, then they revoked it. Then they gave him another visa, then they revoked it again. They are making it up as they go. And they want you to hate this person. They want you to believe that Novak Djokovic is, is somehow a public threat, that he is a public enemy. Let me, let me just explain to you a little bit about Novak Djokovic, okay? The media, again, has tried to turn him into the worst person in the world. They've tried to turn him into a guy that deserved to be kicked out of a country and banned for three years because he didn't get a vaccine. That is his crime. He didn't get a vaccine. You want to know what Novak Djokovic has actually done that the media is not telling you? Because they want you to hate Novak Djokovic. They want you to believe that it is right and moral and just that he was kicked out of this country, maybe banned from Australia for three years. This is a guy that gave a million euro to Italian hospitals for COVID-19. He gave a million dollars to Serbian hospitals to fight COVID-19. He gave money to Spain for COVID-19. He donated money to Australia to fight the forest fires when they were breaking out about a year ago. He even donated funds to Melbourne City Mission Mission's Poor Children program from winning another Australian Open. He bought a COVID... Let me, hold on, let me, let me go back to another one real quick. He bought a CT scanner for a Belgrade hospital that desperately needed one. He ran a private plane to transport a girl with a rare disease for treatment in America. He gave a million dollars to the Australian Open in favor of juniors to be able to compete so that they would have the ability to hopefully become a tennis star one day. He gave a half a million euros to fight the floods in Serbia. He needed more than 100 euros to fight the floods in Bosnia and Croatia. And then he raised with a charity event $1.5 million for flood damage relief for kindergartners. He gave millions of euros for the education of poor children of 13-year-olds after it came clear that they needed more education. Winter training, he picked 15 different Serbian children who were tennis players and paid for them to be trained. He offered another player ride on his private jet so he wouldn't miss miss Wimbledon or school tests, a junior. 
I want you to just think about this. Is this a bad guy? Is this public enemy? Number one, many would say he's a role model for a healthy lifestyle and diet for kids. He's in amazing physical shape. A lot of people believe that he's a role model for being a athlete that gives back to the community. This is the guy you're supposed to hate. This is the guy you're supposed to hate. Because Australia has no clue what they're doing. This guy is not a threat to their society. But they're outraged. The guy got into the country without being vaccinated. And they kicked him out and other people as well. Because they want to say they're right and somehow everybody else is wrong. And the news media, this is how they cover it. When it is talked about, not the first time, but the second time that Australia revoked Novak Djokovic's visa. Back to our breaking news today. Australia says it's revoking the visa granted to tennis star Novak Djokovic. The country's immigration minister exercised his discretionary power after it emerged that Djokovic, who's unvaccinated, made a false claim on his visa form in order to play in the Australian Open. A court blocked the government's first attempt to revoke the visa on on technical uh, ground. Djokovic now faces deportation. Well, tennis journalist Steve Pierce has been following this all along and joins us now from Melbourne. Steve, another stunning twist in this saga. What more do we know about the grounds for the decision to cancel Djokovic's visa? Yeah, well, it, uh, it, it is a twist, isn't it, that we've been waiting for for quite a few days now since Djokovic had that first win in the courts, more on procedural grounds, um, a few days ago. And it's just it came through in the last hour that um, Alex Hawke, the Minister for Citizenship, has finally decided that to cancel the visa and on the basis was in the public interest to do so um, on health and good order grounds. But really what that means is on the basis of probably two factors. Firstly, uh, on the grounds that the recent infection of COVID-19, as has been um, represented by Novak Djokovic, the federal government never never considered that reason to be able to come into Australia unvaccinated. And secondly, they do have this uh, a second reason to cancel a visa. Well, I don't think they would cancel it just on these grounds at all, that uh, he, he filled out his papers incorrectly on coming into the country. He's since apologised for that. But uh, I don't think that alone would be grounds for cancelling the visa. But we haven't had the exacts of the decision yet. Um, but it seems as if the federal government is comfortable that it will... Um, have a very, very strong case should Novak Djokovic's legal team, as they have indicated, that they would challenge this as soon as this uh, decision came through. But it literally came through in the last hour. So it's unclear at this stage what uh, what, what the next um, event will be in this long-running saga. OK, but the Australian Open Tennis Tournament is still scheduled to continue. Does this end Djokovic's hopes of defending his title there? How long could this drag on for? So I, I wouldn't think it, it ends it yet. It's certainly not um, It's not what he or his team would have been hoping for, or probably many people in Serbia. Um, but nevertheless, it is also a move that was not at all unexpected. Um, they would have been preparing for this, and I would assume that they believe that they have a fairly strong legal case for, uh, for challenging this again in the courts, because the way that... You know, we've all seen these images around the world of Djokovic practicing on Rod Laver Arena and his team looking confident and comfortable. And you can only assume that that they knew this was coming or they suspected it was probably coming. And they have a, a, a legal challenge ready to go that will uh, allow him 
potentially to continue to take his place in the draw. But again, as it's been so often throughout this, it really is a 50-50. Who knows what will happen next? In other words, we're the government. We get to decide who can and can't come to this country, and we will turn you into the worst person in the world if you don't, right, do what we tell you to do. That's what it is. You know, British star tennis player Andy Murray expressed sympathy for world number one Djokovic. He, of course, played it both ways by saying, but you should get vaccinated. Yeah, not great for the for the tennis, not great for the Australian Open, not great for Novak. Um, yeah, and I, obviously a lot of people have criticized, obviously, the government here as well. So it's, yeah, not, not being good. Look. My feeling is that I, I would encourage people to, to get vaccinated. Um, but, yeah, I do feel like people should be able to, to make their, their own decision. But then make their own decision. What a novel idea. Now, I wanted to tell you this story while also put it in perspective for you. Australia, this is coming from NBC News, has decided to let COVID rip. Is that a good idea is the question they're now saying. And to put in perspective, those ages 16 and over in the country, about 80% of the people in Australia have been vaccinated. You want to know how extreme Australia has been? You can't even get back into the country if you're an Australian citizen without going into lockdown for a funeral for 14 days. The country's second largest city, Melbourne, was in lockdown for 260 days in the last year alone. So now, as 2021 drew to a close, many Australians were cautiously optimistic the worst the COVID-19 pandemic was behind them. The country had surpassed their ambitious vaccine targets, meaning its rolling lockdowns could ease. Both internal and international borders would reopen. You couldn't even travel from different cities as a citizen in Australia at many parts over the last year. Prime Minister Morrison declared it was now possible to live with the virus after they met their goals. So Australia moved to change course on its pandemic strategy. The highly transmissible Omicron variant then hit. In just over a month, cases went from about 1,000 a day in Australia to more than 100,000 a day. Hallmarks of the pandemic that Australia mostly avoided began to emerge. The health system is buckling right now. Many supermarket shelves are bare because sick workers are being forced to stay home during mandated quarantine periods and despite the surge in cases most australian states and terrorist territories are holding the line and allowing the virus to circulate in their communities which critics have labeled the let it rip approach for much of the pandemic australia aimed to have zero covid cases they use lockdowns 260 days you were in lockdown isolation and jail in melbourne alone and extremely strict border policies. In fact, you couldn't even go from town to town in some places during the year as a citizen. And of course, Australia said it worked. The nation's COVID mortality rate has been among the lowest in the world. But as the pandemic ground on, the government decided restrictions could start to be dramatically loosened when a state or territory vaccinated 80% of its over 16 population. In other words, we're going to tell you that until all of you comply or 80% of you comply, that you're going to stay in a perpetual state of lockdown. Now, what this did is it turned into public shaming. 
And if you're locked down for 260 days, there's a very good chance that you are going to be forced into submission to say, screw it, we're going to go get vaccinated just so we can go out in public and not go insane as we're in jail in Australia. Now, I tell you this story is a cautionary story of exactly what these psychos are trying to do in the United States of America right now. This is what Joe Biden wants to do, which the Supreme Court said you can't do. And still, he advocated for it after the Supreme Court said no to him. Who wants to live in a city where for 260 days you are in, a, in your house and can't leave? That's exactly what happened in Melbourne. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER One of the things that they've really tried to do in Australia is they've tried to convince the world that the people in Australia are outraged that Novak Djokovic was allowed into the country. That's actually not the case at all, just so you know. It is actually the complete opposite of that. People are outraged in Australia at the government's overreach. People are outraged over the fact that the government has been able to do what they've been doing. People are outraged that their lives have been totally shut down and silenced. People are outraged that they've been treated this way. People are outraged that they are being held hostage and they can't even go from city to city. People are outraged they can't go see their family and friends. People are outraged that they will be arrested if they go out without a mask on, that they will be arrested if they do something outside of basic things like going to the grocery store. People are outraged that they have lost their livelihoods, that their shops have been shut down, that they're now in financial ruin. People are outraged over this. And they're outraged... I I would say with good reason. They're outraged as they should be because their entire lives have been taken away from them. And now they want you to believe that somehow Novak Djokovic is their problem. That he's the guy. Quote, when you get a visa, he filled it in. He said he had the exemption. When he gets to the border, the veracity of that exemption that he claims that he had is tested. So therefore, we pulled his visa. Then we gave it back to him because the court said yes. And then then because he's public enemy number one, we've taken the visa back again from him and we're probably going to kick him out of the country for three years. Papers, please. Novak Djokovic detention sparks Australian investigation to other unvaccinated tennis players because once you did this to Novak, you got to do it to others, right? 
So then they went on a witch hunt. What happened to Novak Djokovic, by the way, is exactly what had happened to other tennis players, and they weren't in trouble because they weren't famous. This guy was famous. Let's make an example of the defending champion, the number one player in the world, and we'll show that we're not screwing around in Australia. Here's a new headline. Australia launched an investigation of the visas of other visiting unvaccinated tennis players Friday after the detention pending deportation of the super, superstar Novak Djokovic. More foreign tennis players could be following him as reports emerge of at least two other unvaccinated tennis players that were able to make it through Australian customs with medical exemptions. Djokovic is currently being held in an immigration detention hotel, the report said at the time, waiting so he can challenge the ABF's decision to deny him entry in a federal circuit court of appeal on Monday. Home Affairs Minister told the local news outlet Channel 9 that Djokovic is not being detained and is free to leave the country at any time he chooses to do so. And Border Force will actually facilitate that if he wishes to return to Serbia. Basically implying that that Novak Djokovic should just leave, leave on his own accord and then everything will be fine. Supporters of Djokovic have taken the streets in Australia and held vigils outside the hotel after Djokovic's father called for their support. Those who rallied outside the hotel, which is normally used to house alleged refugees, reportedly were disgusted. Djokovic was in isolation during the Russian Orthodox Christmas that takes place on the 7th of January. In Djokovic's native country of Serbia, the prime minister branded Djokovic's treatment as harassment and added that Serbian authorities will will be using international public law to fight for justice and truth. There has also been anger from Australians about the initial vaccine medical exemption granted Djokovic, even though many in the country supported him. After they were pressured into taking the vaccine to meet coronavirus passport requirements, only to see celebrities potentially be granted an exemption. That's where the anger is. It's not at Djokovic, it's at the double standard. Imagine if you were coerced into getting the vaccine because you've been in Melbourne put in lockdown for 200 plus days and you got to hit that 80% mark so you can get your freedoms back, right? There's no choice there. At some point, you're just going to break and say, screw it, I want to go outside. I want to go to work. I want to go shop. I want to get back to a normal life. Fine, I'll get the jab. I live in this terrible country and it'll be interesting to see how many of these people move. Or because you want to see family or friends that you have and your grandkids. Think about grandparents in this scenario. Can't even get outside of your house. Can't. I mean, you want to talk about I, I would love to see what the suicide rate was over this time in Melbourne, where people were locked in for 200 plus days. I, I would love to see the depression rates. I'd love to see the death rates of the seniors who couldn't have visitors, who couldn't go see people, who couldn't have family come see them because of this. I would love to know how many people died because of the lockdowns and what happened during these lockdowns. Same thing we saw in this country. This is what happens when you make up science as you go to fit your narrative. Australia promised that if they got to 80% vaccination rates in many of these cities, they would end the lockdowns. You could get your life back. And now they're taking that same life. They promised you back away from you again. Because guess what? Even at 80% vaccination rate, the, the Omicron variant is spreading rapidly. 
If they were just be honest about the vaccines and tell the truth about the vaccines, we wouldn't be having the conversation we're having right now. But we are having this conversation because they keep getting it wrong. This is happening all over the world. When you start attacking people and taking away people's freedoms, this is what happens. And it's disgusting. I don't believe that Djokovic's public enemy number one. I want to make that clear. Okay, I don't believe that Novak Djokovic should also be given special treatment because he's famous. If I was a citizen in Australia, I would be angry that there were two different sets of rules it looks like for those that are famous and those like you that are common, but it's not even like I'm mad at Novak at that, in that scenario. I'm at the government for basically being totally full of crap. That's what I'm angry about. And that's exactly what the people in Australia are angry about. We have very clear rules. The Australian government said they're not clear. This minister of whatever in Australia at one point also appeared to take a bizarre swipe at Americans, asserting, quote, it doesn't matter if you're Novak Djokovic, the number one tennis player in the world, or you're Betty from Utah, if you're unvaccinated, the same rules apply. Then they blame the computer-generated process for the real problem, not taking any accountability for what they've done or the situation they've created that granted Djokovic permission to enter the country following repeated dodging from Australian officials regarding any clarity as to how Djokovic processed a visa. The deputy premier of Victoria, the state that hosts the Australian Open, simply replied, it's a fair question when asked who gave Djokovic the documentation that made his flight to Melbourne possible at all. That confusing followed a solid month of finger-pointing and confrontation in December regarding whether Australia would allow Djokovic to play. At the time, Djokovic had not made public his vaccination status, though he had vocally supported allowing individuals to choose what medical products to put in their bodies. What, a, what, what, a, what an interesting idea. That, quote, was a very controversial opinion in Australia. The bickering between tense Australian officials and the government resulted in Prime Minister Morrison weighing in, declaring decisions are being made by medical officials and other officials, not by politicians. The country's immigration minister used his political power to deport Djokovic this week after a federal court ruled he was legally allowed to remain in the country. The government offered no medical argument to expel the tennis player. This is all about power. Quote, we invited him over here. We told him he had a medical exemption. We gave him a visa. Then we then when he gets here, we strong arm him at the airport. His attorney said. We have mucked it up badly. Yes, you better believe it. You have mucked it up, as you put it, badly. Justin, were you surprised at the result? Uh, look, I wasn't surprised. Um, it, I, I thought, I've got to admit, I got it wrong. I thought Djokovic might win uh, just, but but it was always going to be close. And yesterday, anyone watching my Twitter feed would have seen uh, during the course of the hearing, I was oscillating between Djokovic is going to win, the government's going to win. Even though it was unanimous, I, th- I think it was actually a really close, a close call and it could have gone either way in the end. So why did he lose? 
Yeah, well, so the, it's really because the nature of the challenge sort of stacks the odds against him in a way. This is not an appeal. It's what's called a judicial review. You can't go before the court and say it was a bad decision or, or a better decision would be, would be this. You've got to show some legal error in the making of the decision. And that's why the, the, uh, the minister confined the decision. It was such a narrow decision, one ground, the, and a very opinion-based ground, the uh, stirring up of anti-vaccination uh, um, uh, sentiment. And that meant that Djokovic's team, his legal team, had less material that they could try and find that error in. So mm. the odds were against him. They did a good job and it was close. It was close, But ultimately it shows, I guess, the Minister's powers are very, very wide. Yeah, just an overnight, the Serbian president has accused Australia of lying, of humiliating ourselves. Do you think this helps restore or hinder our reputation on border enforcement? Look, I, I think the core prop... They probably got it right, but I don't think it helps uh, either way, restore or not. I've got to say, I don't agree with the Serbian president on the lying, but I, I do think we've humiliated ourselves. We, we invited this... Now, of course, he's the reason. Djokovic is the villain. He started this. He should have just got vaccinated, and I hope he does now. But once he'd made that decision... We invited him over here. We told him he had a medical exemption. We gave him a visa. Then when he lands here, not just some journeyman, the, the, the best tennis player in the world, possibly the greatest ever tennis player in the world, we strong-arm him at the airport. That's what the first federal court de decision uh, found. We lock him up for four or five days. Then when that's found to be unlawful, we let him out. We make him hang around and train not knowing for five mm. days and then, and then go through this and get deported the night before. We have mucked it up badly, whether it's state, federal or Tennis Australia, the three, the three of them should have got in a room together, even if it was a virtual room, and sorted this out because uh, I think we look uh, really silly. So yep. is there a loophole we need to close here, Justin? By the way, I love how they say, we, we look really city, silly. We have mucked this up. It's all about power. This is, a, again, a cautionary tale that the world government's if you don't comply, no matter how big you are, in fact, I would argue even the bigger you are, the more they want to make an example of you. And none of this is based in science. So when you see the stories that are being put out there that he's the worst person in the world, remember what he actually has done and remember what the government has done to him. If anybody's the worst person in the world, it's the Australian government for doing this to him. It's not Novak Djokovic. And to put it in perspective, the guy's just trying to come to a country to play in a tennis tournament and defend his title of one of the Grand Slams. That is now a crime? These people in power, whether it's in this country or other countries, have lost their minds. They are drunk on power, and they are acting like tyrants, and they are taking, they are doing things to people. And, 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 and forcing people to comply with things they don't want to do and taking away their rights and privileges until they do it. And Australia is at cautionary tale right now. And by the way, it hasn't worked. All right, I hope everyone of you listening will hit that auto-download button or subscribe so you can get this podcast each and every day. And I will see you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. 
This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben.